This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri tracking down lawmakers, getting their thoughts on the proposals and ideas on bills that they hope to get passed into law this upcoming legislative session. Anthony Morbeth is with Representative Brad Hudson. Let's start with initiative petition reform. Anthony tells me it's going to be returning for another year at the Capitol. So you're probably going to see a lot of bills out there. Uh, the one that I am proposing, the HDR I'm proposing, would require a simple majority of voters statewide and also a simple majority of voters in a majority of our congressional districts in Missouri before we amend the Constitution. And when we're having these conversations, you know, or that uh, revolve around IP reform, I think it's important to mention that the Missouri Constitution is the, the highest document of our state. Uh, I'm not talking about statute changes here. I'm talking about amending that high document. And I do think uh, that we should uh, make it a process where it's not too easy to do that. We've seen in the past uh, that uh, out-of-state money and special interests can come in and try to collect signatures, uh, ignore certain areas of our state, just to try to get those votes up to a simple majority statewide. What you have with concurrent majority ratification is you've got buy-in from uh, different areas of the state. Uh, it makes sure that rural areas have a say in the process, and that's only appropriate when we're amending the highest document of our state. So on top of a simple 50-plus-1% majority, this proposal, you would need the support from additionally a, a majority of the state's congressional districts. And I distinctly recall over the past several years in the state legislature, both in the House and Senate, there have been multiple failed attempts to do basically exactly what you're proposing, um, not the congressional district part, but just an, an attempt to reform the initiative petition process in Missouri. And I'm just curious, as we approach 2024, why is it that lawmakers have been working on this and have been unsuccessful on that so far? Well, that's a good question. And you are correct that this is not uh, a new issue. Um, I really think where uh, the problem lies is not getting a majority of legislators to agree that we need to reform the process. I think uh, I think you've probably got uh, pretty close to, if not a supermajority of legislators that would agree with that statement. However, where we get caught up oftentimes is exactly what does that look like? Uh, do we want to raise the percentage statewide? Do we want to use House districts instead of congressional districts? So it's, it's those conversations where uh, oftentimes the uh, the movement of the legislation begins to lag uh, because of uh, disagreements on details, exactly how it's going to be done. Uh, but as each year passes by, uh, as our Constitution continues to remain vulnerable to uh, out-of-state money, to special interests, there is an increased sense of urgency. So it is my hope uh, that next regular session we will be able to uh, put aside maybe some minor disagreements we have on the mechanics of it and come together around a plan that will work to help protect our Constitution. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Republican Representative Brad Hudson of Cape Fair on Show Me today. We're discussing his legislative priorities for the upcoming legislative session. And if you missed any part of this radio program or any part of this specific discussion that I'm having with the representative, be sure to listen to Show Me today wherever it is you get your podcast. 
podcasts. Additionally, you could listen to entire episodes of Show Me Today through our website at MissouriNet.com. Representative Hudson, I also read about this recently, the uh, Missouri SAFE Act and how, uh, in a word, controversial this was for the 23 legislative session. And not only did it get passed and get signed into law, we're now going to see this return for the 2024 legislative session. So obviously we're going to hear more debates on this very specific subject but this is a little bit different the safe act has already been signed into law but now you want to get rid of the uh expiration dates on it i believe there is in the safe act that we passed this year and that the governor signed into law there is a four-year sunset on the portion of the legislation that deals with drugs and that was a product of the Senate, a compromise that was made in the Senate. It was something that I was never in favor of, uh, and it is something that I think we need to address as quickly as possible. Uh, I mean, look, we can put we'll put six-year sunsets on uh, certain tax credits, uh, but we can't protect kids for more than four years. I, I think that's ridiculous. I think we should do something about that. Whether or not my legislation to do something about that will... Uh, will get traction or not is yet uh, to be seen. I know oftentimes in in the legislature if uh, something can be put off there is a temptation to put it off but I'm I'm hoping we can pick this up sooner rather than later so kids don't become vulnerable again. A couple of other priorities here that uh, you have pre-filed in bill form is a house bill that prevents higher education institutions from discriminating against religious student organizations or, I guess, denying a religious student association or denying a religious student association a benefit available to other associations. What is this? What brought this up? Why are you pre-filing this bill? Basically, what that bill is, is codifying in statute what the First Amendment already allows. Under the First Amendment, we have something called the Freedom freedom of Association, uh, which allows individuals uh, to meet together. Uh, there, there are groups uh, that can meet together and that can require the leadership of those groups adhere to their uh, the principles of the group. Uh, now, there's been challenges throughout our country uh, on that uh, uh, you know, maybe you might have, let's say you have a religious group on campus uh, that wants to make sure that the leaders of that group adhere to biblical principles. Okay, that's that's been challenged before, and it seems like most every time these issues make it through the court system, they, they eventually get to a point where the judicial branch is, is able to say, look, they have this right under the First Amendment. However, when you're talking about children on college campuses, they only have, or young people on college campuses, they only have so many years that they're going to be on campus. And it is just not good for them and their their experience to have uh, legal, uh, potential legal action or legal action hanging over their heads for their entire college experience. And so this just kind of codifies in statute what the First Amendment already allows. And and the goal here is to make sure that it is very clear uh, that... uh, Groups uh, that are uh, peaceful, law-abiding groups are able to uh, be recognized, are able to have leaders that adhere to the mission of the group, and that uh, the First Amendment rights of college students 
are honored on universities. Talking with Republican Representative Brad Hudson on Show Me today, discussing his legislative priorities for the upcoming legislative session. Uh, Final question, or I guess final subject I want to hit on here. You're proposing an education reform bill to take education savings accounts statewide. Can you explain that? Yeah. So we passed uh, ESA legislation, I believe it was in 2021. And one of the things that uh, I, I that's always kind of bugged me about that, just to be honest with you, is that uh, the bill that we passed had some geographic limitations on it. Uh, so you could have children in certain rural areas that wouldn't have uh, the opportunity to take advantage of that uh, legislation uh, to take advantage of a a program that they might qualify for simply because of where they live. And I think that if it's good enough for uh, kids in certain areas of the state, it's good enough for kids all across the state. And so the bill that I am proposing doesn't change the program whatsoever, except it just removes uh, the geographic limitations so that it is opened up to kids statewide. I have to ask this as well. Um, Will there be restrictions on what private schools the funding can go to like for example a jewish school a native american school hindu school etc i'm not proposing any additional restrictions uh, other than those that may already be there my you know my belief uh, my strong belief is that if we're going to have this program it needs to be available statewide and so that is that is all i'm doing with this particular bill now i will say this i think education reform is going to be a uh, topic that you're going to hear a lot of next regular session i i believe we may see some movement on that so there may be a lot of ideas floating around and maybe a lot of legislation introduced Uh, certainly bills can be amended but my bill as it stands right now simply changes uh, the geographic limitations or removes them so that it's available to get statewide. Yeah, I was just going to make this uh, final note as we bring this discussion to a close. Um, This ties into what you were just implying and talking about and the notion of, in Missouri, the debate between private versus public education. I think throughout our state and certainly throughout the legislature, there is a consensus that we need education reform and uh, we need to make sure that uh, we don't dig in our heels kind of like how how's happened in, with IP reform in the past you know, folks have had ideas about exactly how this needs to be done and because of disagreements we haven't gotten anything done so I think we need as policymakers uh, to be open to ideas uh, that uh, may come from a lot of different areas Uh, and open to making changes, open to compromising, in order to get something done on the education reform front. I think it's very important. I think the state needs it. And I am optimistic that even with all that will be going on next year, uh, even with the the elections and and, uh, all of the things that happen in the legislature and the legislative process. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.